This is the Clean Soul Podcast, and I'm Dennis Curtis, your host. Today's podcast is titled, Who Is He? We're going to be talking about God, and who is this God that we worship? As I was seeking the Lord yesterday, I remembered of how absolutely awesome God is. When I do a quick review of the wonders of the world, for example, the animal kingdom, or the stars, or the different types of people, the salvation that we have in Jesus Christ, the magnitude of His greatness and power quickly becomes overwhelming. I cannot comprehend it all. But in the reality of our circumstances and the busyness of life, it's easy to miss the big picture. It's so convenient to push God into a box, into the parameters of our world, our life experiences, and our desires. But He is not any of those. He is who He is. I guess that's why He identifies Himself as, I am who I am. God's name is very important to Him. We are told throughout the Bible not to misuse His name. It's even one of the Ten Commandments. Psalms 138.2 says, For you have exalted above all things your name and your word. This carries over into the Hebrew way of thinking about names. A name had great significance because it spoke of who they were. People would think of you in accordance with your name. So many were named with God's attributes. For example, Jeremiah means, I am exalts, or I'm the one who exalts you. John means, I am gracious. Joshua means, I am salvation. The naming process sort of had the ability to define you. I don't see that much in our American society. Uh, I do see it in some other societies. But I can think of three people uh, right around me that have changed their names because they didn't want to be identified by their old name. In the Bible, as we search diligently, we get hints of who God is. Many clues come from his names and, of course, his actions. Now, I, I can't explain God in a podcast. That would be impossible. It would take untold volumes of books and research and thought to scratch the surface. But let's look at a few of his actions and his names. Genesis 1.1 In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The name Elohim is translated as God here in the first verse of the Bible and can be defined as God Most High. It speaks of strength and majesty. God has made a paradise beyond words for us to live in. He has given us a world full of beautiful vegetation, animals, sea creatures, and heavenly lights. The list goes on and on. Because of the desire for love and trust, He gave us a conscience and a free will. Not a bad start for humans. Too bad we blew it. So we learn that Elohim is the Most High, majestic, strong, and a creator. After we blew it and rejected His commandments, we find Him as the judge. It was impossible for us to live in the Garden of Eden rebellious to the created structure. After these devastating changes, people still continue to rebel, and God shows himself as judge, 
again and again, right down to the last book of the Bible, Revelation. Yet, when sentencing Eve, he promised a Savior to crush Satan and the rebellion. The only proper name for God in the Old Testament is given to Moses and is used throughout the Old Testament. Moses was getting the divine task of his life. He was called to go back to Egypt to represent God and free God's people from slavery. The task was daunting, and Moses tried several times to get out of it. As he was trying to weasel his way out, he asked God for his name. Exodus 3.14, God said to Moses, I am who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. This is a profound name. In saying, I am who I am, we understand that he exists, is unchanging, acts according to his will, and needs no help. Also, in just saying, I am, he is stating that he is alive, present, and it speaks of his eternal existence. This name really sets the stage to get even deeper insight into who he is. I am is used many times in the Old Testament as a compound or hyphenated word. Let's look at a few. The first example is when Abraham's devotion to God was tested. He was told to sacrifice his promised son and his only godly error. Abraham was faithful but was stopped short of killing his son. God miraculously provided a ram for the sacrifice, and Abraham named the place Yahweh Jireh, or I Am Provider. Tucked away in the word Jireh is the thought of perception. God understands or actually experiences our need with us and provides appropriately. Yahweh Jireh. In Exodus 15.26, the Lord exhorts his people to listen carefully to his voice and obey his commands so that no diseases will come upon them, and declares, Yahweh Rapha, I am healer, or we could say, I am the one who restores you. God is the one who heals our whole spirit, soul, and body. We see God at work in healing in a few of the Old Testament prophets. But healing of the whole person explodes when Jesus comes on the scene. Jesus heals diseases, paralytics. He gives sight to the blind and hearing to the deaf. He raises the dead. He also removes demons from people, healing diseases, and broken, rebellious souls. I am your healer continues to work even to this day for those who believe he is who he says he is. A banner or a flag is a place of meeting, a rally point, or a symbol of unity. The Amalekites came to fight against the Israelites as they were on their way to the promised land. The Israelites were victorious, and in the victory celebration, Moses built an altar and named it Yahweh Nisi. I am your banner. Whether you know it or not, we are in a spiritual war. The war will determine who we will trust, 
God by faith, or Satan through fear. Our rally point is God and His Word. I have lived in many different places, including several countries overseas. I've visited even more countries and have found even through the cultural and language barriers that those who are followers of Christ have very similar beliefs. God is our banner, our rally point, a place of unity. It's hard to hear, but we were all born with a sin nature and have sinned against God. That is why Jesus had to come and die to pay for the penalty of our sins. Then he was raised from the dead to prove he is stronger than death. We can now become sons and daughters of God, but that sin nature is still working inside of us, so it has to be worked out of us. Leviticus 27-8 says, Consecrate yourselves and be holy, because I am the Lord your God. Keep my decrees and follow them. I am the Lord who makes you holy. Let me translate that just a little bit. It, it might say, dedicate yourself to be separated from the ways of sin. Obey my rules and wisdom. I am Elohim. I am your holiness. And that would be Yahweh Mekodishkim. The list goes on and on. Yahweh Shalom. I am your peace. Yahweh Rohi. I am your shepherd. Yahweh Shema. I am there. And there are others. I think you're getting the, the, the point now. God is everything we need, and He is the only one that is capable to fulfill our every need. Let's take just a little trek over to the New Testament. In the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verses 1 through 4, we read, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. We learn through these verses, first of all, that Jesus is God and that he was in the creation process. John 8.58 I tell you the truth, Jesus answered. Before Abraham was born, I am. I am was born and lived among us. His name is Jesus. He declared, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man comes to the Father but through me. Speaking of Yahweh Nisi, now we have Jesus. He is our point of unity, our banner. We gather to him, and in him is life, everything we need. I'm sure you see my next point already. Jesus is the same God that we encountered in the Old Testament. Acts 3.14 Peter is preaching his first sermon and says to the crowd of Jewish people, You disowned the Holy and Righteous One. Jesus is one with the Father, and He is the One who makes us holy and righteous. Remember, I have only begun to scratch the surface of who He is. Let's do a little review. Who is he? Elohim. Yahweh. I am. 
I am all-powerful, creator, judge. I am your provider, your healer. I am your banner, holiness, righteousness, peace. I am your shepherd. I am the Savior God promised Eve. Do you know him? Do you really know him? There was a time in my life when I was in a, a pretty large group of people, and one of the guys, who was actually a backslidden Christian, started asking everybody what they thought about God and asked, do you have a relationship with God? Well, it came to me, and I said, yeah, I have a relationship with God, and, you know, I talk to Him all the time. But after the social pressure was off, I said to myself, if there is a God, a personal God, He will give me at least one chance to know Him. Not long after that is when he did exactly that, and I gave my life to him. I didn't know him at the time, but I did know of him. Listen to your inner thoughts. Where are you today? Do you know him, or do you know of him? In either case, I encourage you to talk to him. Read your Bible. Ask him questions. Ask him to show himself to you. God is here and available. And he desires a relationship with you. He can be your I am. This has been the Clean Soul Podcast with Dennis Curtis. If you have questions or comments, visit me at thecleansoul.org.